Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Cardano podcast. Um, in today's episode, I had a chat with uh, Aiden from the project uh, PlayerMint. Um, we discussed uh, gaming and blockchain and how it would be and what they envision um, this platform to be so you can get paid by playing games. Um, so we're going to talk uh, about that. Before we start, uh, I'd like to uh, remind you that if you want to help out uh, the um, Cardano podcast, you can vote for our proposal on Catalyst on Fund 4. Just uh, look for uh, Cardano podcast in, um, in the campaign Catalyst uh, Value Onboarding. Um, so with that said, now let's go and uh, listen to the interview I had with Aidan from the proposal Player Mint. Hi everyone, and uh, as promised, I'm here with uh, Aiden. Uh, we're gonna be discussing Player Mint. So, how, hi Aiden, and welcome to the Cardano Post. Thank Cardano you so much, Ryan. I'm podcast. excited to. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to talk more. Great, um, perfect. Um, so, for everybody that is listening uh, this um, podcast in, in different. Um, podcast uh, platforms and also for everybody that's watching on on youtube you'll be seeing also here in the description uh the uh, the proposal the link to their proposal on uh, on catalyst so you can go on uh, and check it out uh, there as well um so before we start maybe we we can um you can give us a bit of an uh, introduction of yourself and then we we jumped we can go and, and discuss more the, the product and the project of course, yeah. So my name is Aiden Rankin Williams, uh, and I am the community director for PlayerMeet. Um, so my job is kind of anything regarding customer touch points, whether that be the product or customer support or community management and marketing. Um, so ultimately, what PlayerMeet is and what we're trying to accomplish is is to have some sort of uh, token based system for gamers. So we want to provide gamers a way to get paid to play video games. So I, I'm a gamer and I've been for a long time and I'm not sure if you've ever, if you're a gamer yourself, but I always kind of had this childhood aspirations of what if me just playing video games could translate into some sort of job or could translate into some sort of, uh, you know, profitable exercise. So that's kind of where the concept began of Player Mint was, is how do we essentially get people to the point where their gameplay performance can become profitable and something that's valuable and how can we tokenize that and then uh, make it something that has a real world value? Interesting. So it comes from from your passion for uh, gaming, and then to see how how can you monetize that? Uh, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, um, you know, growing up as a kid playing games like uh, like uh, going on mini clip and playing games like that, and then you know slowly evolving, getting into Minecraft and then Fortnite and Call of Duty, and you kind of see all these you know the the different you know monetization models of video games and. They're going in the direction of more free-to-play models with things like battle classes. And then, you know, we have interesting things like COD points or V-Bucks. So the thought kind of originated, we have these V-Bucks and we have these COD points and we have these gems and these kind of, you know, different games. What if those gems, V-Bucks, and COD points were worth a little bit more and, and you could transact with them outside of the game as well? So that we kind of want to create a currency where your gameplay performance translates into something that is valuable outside of the game. Got it. Um, 
And before we, we go into much more detail uh, on the, well, so we can discuss for people that don't know the, the um, you, you guys are planning to have a, a, a fungible and a non-fungible uh, token mm. as well in the uh, in the platform. But before we discuss that, uh, maybe it's also interesting for the, the community to hear uh, from you on um, when you guys were discussing in, in the team uh, where to um, build it. Uh, why did you think of uh, Cardano uh, compared to um, other blockchain uh, platforms? Yeah, great question. So we actually were originally going to build on Ethereum. Um, so way back when we started this project in 2018. So it's been kind of this gradual growth between my friend uh, named Grant Scholl, who's the CEO. Uh, he kind of originally came up with the idea and then brought me on board and we kind of fleshed it out as we went. So back in 2018, we would we saw Cardano and we saw where it was, but things, for example, like Shelly wasn't even launched. So we didn't really see it as a as a feasible option. Right now, you know, we, we are getting to the point where Alonzo hard fork will occur and we'll finally have smart contracts, where now we see it as feasible. But in the beginning, we were really thinking that Ethereum was the best option. So for a long time, we were planning on building out on Ethereum. And then most recently with the Mary Hard Fork, we saw that the native assets were occurring. We saw interesting news about Babel fees. We saw you know, how essentially the decentralization of the network was occurring, the opportunities to partner and integrate with stake pools, uh, governance as a service being an option. We just saw all these toolings where Ethereum felt as though it was the option because it's what everyone else was using, but it wasn't the option because it offered the most advanced technology, the best resources, the best capabilities. So Ethereum is an amazing blockchain. And if you use you know, layer two solutions, you can have really small, minimal amounts of gas fees. But we really felt that the user experience was not the best there. Uh, the gas fees were not the best there. We wanted something that was a lot easier to move around. And with you know, Babel fees, as I mentioned earlier, not needing to hold the main token or the main coin on the blockchain was really quite advantageous. So our user base doesn't need to hold ADA or Ethereum in order to transact with our fungible token PMX. Great. Uh, um, now maybe we can discuss a bit of uh, how um, would it work for the for now that we're, we're talking about the user experience. Maybe you can walk us through on uh, how uh, would it be for for the users and which um, uh, games you are planning to to start with. Because yeah, there's so many uh, games. Yeah. There. I guess you. I read something on the um, proposal, but I, I'll let you uh, explain it. Wonderful. So yeah. So um, our platform, we kind of took this approach of. Gamers are social. We like to interact with one another. We play multiplayer games. We like to compete. We like to show off skins. We like to, you know, display our performance and whatnot. So we took that idea and we said, what if we built a, a DAP based off of Discord? So Discord is this kind of common uh, communication platform where you can have different channels and different roles, permissions, all of this fun stuff. So we said, what if we built this DAP on top of Discord and enabled these social interactions between players within Discord servers to kind of take the value of the coin or, or our token and apply all these cool use cases to it. And we just give them the tooling to do so. So ultimately what we're doing is the step-by-step -step user experiences is you have a server operator or a server owner and they invite the bot to their Discord. So if I was the server owner, I would invite the player mid bot to my Discord. 
From there, I can issue commands to interact with that bot. The, the, a big one being the like wallet command. So I initiate a wallet command. I construct a wallet. I receive my uh, recovery phrase with two-factor authentication via SMS text messages. And then from there, I essentially have this wallet or this vault where then I can connect my Epic Games account to it. Uh, so because we wanted to create an autonomous system where the payouts of our fungible token PMX are based off of uh, eliminations in the game Fortnite. So what the user does is they create a wallet. Once they've created a wallet, they authenticate their Epic Games account so that we can say, hey, this wallet is connected to this you know, Epic Games identity. We can now use an API to request data on that Epic Games account and essentially pull data in saying, okay, over this time span, what are their stats? The first stats being eliminations. And then we can take those stats and we can compare it with every other person within the player mint uh, user base, within the ecosystem. Whoever has the most amount of eliminations within those uh, that, that entire user base will get uh, portions of a prize pool of our fungible token PMX. So the standard user experience is join a Discord server, create a wallet, authenticate your Epic Games account, and then all you have to do is jump into games of Fortnite, play it as you normally would, and then in uh, five-day spans, you'll, you'll receive payouts of PMX dependent on how many eliminations you got comparatively to the rest of the user base. Got it. Um, and, and then everything is, is based then on the, um, uh, on the token, the um, BMX you said uh, it's going to be yes. called, right? And yes. Where, where does it uh, um, connect with, um, with the NFT part? Yeah, so our thought was is that fungible tokens can kind of act as this currency of this world that we're creating that is all about turn your gameplay performance into something valuable. But we, we were thinking we need more use cases. One thing that we really stress as a team is, is how do we create a reason to hold the currency as it is and then use the currency as it is so we don't essentially have this funnel where people join the ecosystem, they mint tokens via their gameplay performance, and then they sell them directly into whatever crypto or fiat they'd like. We wanted to say, hey, what's a reason to hold the token? Non-fungible tokens have been blowing up in this market. So we said, what if we created an NFT marketplace that lived on top of Discord, this highly social and visual environment that was entirely facilitated by our fungible token PMX? So the thought was, is you have a lot of eyeballs in one place that all have access to wallets where they all they have to do is, is type in a command as easy as sending money as you know typing in a text message. So what if we combined all those elements together so that you and I could be in a Discord together, we could display our NFTs to one another, and then we could use the fungible token PMX that we earned via gameplay performance to buy, sell, transact those. So the thought was is uh, right now NFTs, you kind of only see them majoritively on like things like OpenSea or the actual exchanges in marketplaces. There isn't a whole lot of, for example, they're popping up more and more, but there isn't a huge amount of like galleries or places where you go specifically to observe the art and maybe you like a piece, so you submit a bit. So our thought was is with Discord, we can kind of create that uh, in a very unique and interesting way. Yeah, plus yeah, taking advantage of all the social uh, part of, uh, of uh, Discord, yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like, imagine, you know, a very popular Fortnite streamer is Cypher PK. 
imagine you were in CypherPK yeah. Discord server. You can go in there. You can see, uh, you know, CypherPK is auctioning off an NFT of, you know, one of his most popular clips from, you know, a Fortnite trick shot or something of all time. They mint that NFT. You're able to see it throughout their entire Discord, place bids on it entirely from there. And who knows, maybe you can even program that NFT so it glows whenever CypherPK you know, goes live on Twitch. So you can create all these really cool, fun components and Discord makes it so everything is very social based and, and everything is very presented and in front of you and interactable. Great. Yeah, that's a great user experience because you don't even need to leave the platform. I mean, uh, I'm talking about mm -hmm. uh, Discord uh, to be able to, to trade or, or to show your uh, NFTs. Exactly, exactly. So we just think that there's a lot of fun fan to creator connection that can occur there. Great. And yeah. then of course, of course, there's elements of where another element that we hope is, is, is kind of creating a network effect within player mint going off of this idea where the server operators, the people that are, you know, own the server are the moderators of it that have the player mint bought within it almost use player mint as this kind of way to create a micro economy within their server that's based around NFTs, or maybe, for example, we hope to encourage users to say, hey, I created, you know, I have all these clips from playing Fortnite. I want to turn them into a montage. Can I pay some of them 75 PMX or 100 PMX in order to get my video edited? So another thing we hope to do is kind of create little economies within these servers so that people transact the currency. And we're hoping that people will transact the currency more because it's derived out of gameplay performance. So we're hoping that because it's derived out of gameplay performance, you can kind of lead the way into more transactions occurring. Got it. Perfect. Um, you mentioned the, the um, website. So for everybody that is uh, listening to the, the podcast, uh, you can go to uh, playermint.com and then you can uh, um, uh, read more uh, about it. Also, you can go to directly to cardano.ideascale.com com and check in in, um, in fun four in dApps and integrations and then you can look for player mint uh, as well um, now that we were talking about uh, catalyst uh, I think it would be also interesting to um, to hear from you what has been your your experience in uh, with uh, project catalyst what type of uh, if you have got uh, got um, uh, feedback from the community mm -hmm. how does that feedback uh, look like has been uh, interesting or is just very, or, or just tell us a bit of, about uh, your experience on, on project catalyst yeah so i'm actually a huge fan of idea scale i think uh, as we all know it, it has a few drawbacks just because of you know formatting maybe things aren't kind of synchronous but all in all i think the catalyst team and the idea scale team have worked really well together to create a really fun platform um I really do enjoy looking at other people's proposals, commenting on them. I, I love the kudos system as well. Uh, in terms of our project in particular, we have had, uh, I think about four or five comments on the proposal now. The majority of them have been extremely positive. So one in particular, um, a, a person was giving us a lot of feedback in terms of, hey, what if you all did all of these cool ideas and implemented them into your system? So one in particular being, hey, what if you all partnered with a stake pool so that you know, your users could hold ADA within their wallets on Discord and that would automatically delegate to a stake pool. So now they're also earning rewards from you know, gameplay performance 
and they're earning rewards from you know, ADA that has been staked directly via their Discord wallet. And then that opened it up into another discussion where uh, myself and another member kind of spoke about, well, what if we took that one step further and we said, hey, that stake pool that we partnered with or that stake pool we made ourselves, what if we took the, the fee that we are that we take as the stake pool operator and then put that into our distribution algorithm? So now our players also earn PMX and ADA for their gameplay performance. Yeah, so that's an well, interesting model, yeah. Yeah. So what I love about idea scale is, is that the people on there are quite brilliant and they're they're willing to put their time into commenting on a proposal that they've only read for five minutes and they're, they're willing to spend 20 minutes, you know, writing out this multi-paragraph long discussion about, Hey, have you thought about the, you know, potential moral implications of incentivizing people to play video games? And I spent, you know, 30 minutes yesterday responding to that comment or, you know, Hey, have you thought about how you can use, you know, further integrate with the Cardano community? How are you going to further, you know, increase the value of ADA through the usage of player mint? I just, I really enjoy that people are willing to go the extra mile. And the one thing that I always love about Cardano, regardless about the bullish or bearish news, is I love the governance model. I love the fact that it's up to, to myself and you and anyone else in the Cardano community to say, hey, we want to make this system better. And it's truly, we have the power in our hands to do so. So I love the fact that I can go onto the Catalyst voting app and I can say, hey, you know, I really like this proposal. I think that this will help out, you know, me personally, as well as the community at large, so I can vote on it. So I'm a, I'm a really huge fan of Project Catalyst and I, I really love the model that they have. Um, I was reading the, um, by the way, today before the the, the interview, the the comments, and the, yeah, you're right. I mean, the the, the comment that, that of that person that I talked about uh, integrate or, or um, um, about Ada and um, yeah, the idea of having uh, um, of partnering also with uh, with um, pool um, operators. Uh, it was like this big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. So, I was like. Yeah. I was amazed. I was like, wow, I, I really appreciate this person. Like yeah. really enjoyed what we had to say. And after working on this from 2018, it just, I can't tell you how good it feels to finally present the product to someone after so much, so many hours, just kind of making sure that it's, it's very solid and they read it. And after the first time, the last line in their, in their, in their comment was you have my vote. And it was just like, yeah. Even if all we get is that guy's vote and the proposal doesn't really go anywhere from there and we have to figure out other means to fund it. It's like that one person was excited for player mint and they wanted to see it happening. And that makes me really happy and really encouraged to make sure that, you know, at some point player mint is launched and people can get paid to play video games. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like even even if uh, let's say if if the, the project wouldn't get uh, funded or if you get uh, all that um uh, that so much in-depth in uh, um, type of uh, feedback that's already super uh, useful. I mean, for all the projects, and that, that's what we always discuss also here in the in the podcast. That that's so interesting of uh, of catalyst of especially those uh, that type of uh, of feedback because uh, it's not the same to hear from uh, someone uh, or uh, or somebody that puts in the in the comments. Yeah, I like it. Great project. Or no, yeah. I don't like it. It sucks. Or whatever. But it, that's that doesn't help the team behind. No. Um, so 
these sort of things, whether it's something um, positive or or also it's a critic, uh, as long as it has a long um, argument, then that helps then uh, mm -hmm. to make the the project better. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and one thing I've also found is is I, I also really enjoy the Discord channels. So what's really cool is is because we're a Discord native platform, I've been trying to communicate a lot via Discord, whether that be the Catalyst or Cardano server. And one thing I just find is is that the Cardano community at large is a very intelligent group of people that has pretty insightful things to say a lot of the time, and in in sharing the the concepts that we're posing people will come back to us with questions that I've really never thought of. And just this back and back, you know, yeah. back to forth banter that I have with people over Discord, you know, mainly just sentence long messages. People are asking really kind of powerful, insightful questions that are making me and the rest of the team kind of think, okay, you know, when we, when we get ready for the finalized proposal that's going to go onto the Catalyst mobile voting app, we really need to make sure we touch on, hey, here's how we're going to deal with like the moral implications Hey, here's how we're going to actually benefit Ada. Here's how we're going to cause people to know what Cardano is and support that ecosystem. So it, it's it's been really quite insightful to just communicate with these people. And I think, hey, if I had Player Mint all ready to go and I could say, hey, admins, can we throw this in the server and get Player Mint operating? I think a lot of the people in the server would have a lot of fun using it. <laughs> yeah. It would be like a native application there for... for for the community there in, on Discord. Yeah, so my hope is, is is whether we get funded this round, which that would be awesome, and, or next round or, or whenever it happens, whenever the, the community deems the proposal to be you know worthy of the funding it, it, it's asking for, I think it'd be really cool to say, hey, Catalyst community, here's the invite to the, to the bot. Why don't you throw it in the server and let's play around with it and see how everyone likes it. Yeah, cool. Um, so now that uh, we're approaching the, the end of the, um, of the podcast, uh, maybe we can discuss on on um, what are the um, the milestones that you have for this mm -hmm. for the specific uh, proposal that you put on uh, on Catalyst, the development uh, roadmap. Mm -hmm. and yeah, that. so our current development roadmap, because we've been working on this for a while, we've actually kind of made steady progress before we even applied to Catalyst. So right now, we actually have a dev group contacted and a really good one at that called Chromion. And we've, we've built up a communication with them uh, and kind of a, a plan as to how we can pay them for our development. At the current moment, they are fleshing out a product requirements document. So it's kind of, if you go into our proposal and you click, we have a document link that essentially says, here are all of the commands that we want our Discord bot to have. Here are all the features. Here are all kind of the components of our, of our product. We sent that, that, but in kind of more of a fleshed out, more detailed version to our, our dev group. They're kind of reviewing it, looking at what they can build out on the Cardano blockchain and whatnot and saying, you know, what's possible, what's feasible. And then they're going to get us that, that project requirement document back. As soon as that's done and we have, you know, funds for them to actually start building out the product, we believe it's going to take about an eight to 12 week long period to build it out. Uh, along that development roadmap, we would have, um, we got inspired from Catalyst and we want to hold our own kind of weekly town halls. So one thing we would do is, is once that development roadmap begins, we would hold you know, a weekly town hall where we essentially say, hey, this is what we've been working on. This is what we've been developing. Here's our GitHub. Tell us what's confusing you. Tell us you know, what you're intrigued about. Tell us what you're excited about. 
we kind of continue this march on from week one to week eight or week one to week 12. And then as we go, uh, you know, launching the product, getting people's eyeballs in front of it. And then as we get kind of closer to the end of that development roadmap, we would want to open it up for a uh, kind of dev and beta testing. So what we'd want to do is, is kind of create maybe a private server within Discord that people like, for example, our, our, our early supporters in, you know, Catalyst or early supporters outside of Catalyst or anyone that's really interested can come into that server, get, get a taste of what it's like to earn PMX via gameplay performance, get a taste of what it's like to transact in the Discord environment, and then essentially take that, that usability testing, take their feedback, you know, implement it and kind of uh, make sure it's, it's integrated into the final product, and then we launch it. Uh, so we, we would, one thing that we really think is cool about this is, is, is we want to be a DAP that is kind of, our launch schedule is pretty in line with the launch schedule of the smart contracts mm-hmm. for, for Gogan with the Alonzo hard fork. So what we think is, is as soon as we have funding, we'll be on this kind of steady roadmap for once Alonzo's ready, once smart contracts come to the, to the mainnet, we'll be able to launch our product right with it and uh, hopefully be one of the more, um, you know, a, a very useful and, and widely accepted DAP. Great. Uh, yeah, great way to, to finish the, the podcast. Uh, so uh, um, if, was there, by the way, anything that we didn't discuss uh, that you, that you th- think is uh, interesting um, to, to discuss or anything that you would like to ask for the, to the community? Yeah, so one thing that I want to discuss is um, one thing that Player Mint, it's in the very name of what we're doing, and I haven't touched on it yet, so I feel like I got to. Player Mint is the concept of mint isn't a mint as in, you know, maybe the, the flavor we all like to enjoy in our gum, but mint as in the concept of like the United States mint, uh, you know, a, a mint being a place where things are created, you know, for example, like a lot of a mints will produce, you know, dollars or gold bars or whatever it is. So we want to be the player's mint, the place where people that play video games can come in and mint digital assets onto the Cardano blockchain. So ultimately what I mean by this is, is, is we want to become the mint of the digital world or the metaverse. So what we're trying to do is say, hey, people that are playing video games, we want to create a place for you to earn and create digital assets in the metaverse. So as you go and enjoy this kind of digital experience, that's you know, becoming more and more connected between different worlds. I think we've all noticed that blockchain allows us to kind of take digital assets and instead of use them in kind of silos, we can instead take them from from in between silos, if that makes sense. No longer will our V-Bucks be locked up only in Fortnite, we'll be able to use them across a variety of games. So the last point I kind of want to get across is is that Player Mint is trying to be kind of the official mint of the metaverse. We want to be the place for gamers to create digital assets and then transact them across whatever gaming ecosystem they're involved with. Um, as for kind of my questions to the community would simply be, I, our team is super happy to receive any form of feedback or criticism or su- suggestions or questions. So if you have you know, anything to say to us at all, please feel free to, to reach out to us uh, you know, by heading over to our, our website or you can uh, head over to the Catalyst Discord, talk to us in the Player Mint channel or you can talk to us by leaving a, a comment down below on our, our, our uh, project catalyst proposal. 
Great. Well, well, guys, you heard uh, uh, everything about uh, um, um, Play Mint now here. That if you want to um, know more about it, um, yeah, you can uh, approach the, the team directly or just go to the, the website or to Catalyst to know more uh, about Play Mint. Um, with that said, I'd like to thank you, Aidan, uh, very much for your, your time. Um, and uh, thank you all as well for listening to the, this uh, podcast. We'll be um, coming back later this week as well with um, more interviews with uh, other teams uh, and that have proposals on, on uh, idea scale as well and project catalyst. So thank you, Aidan, and uh, thank you, everyone. Cheers. Thank you Bye -bye. so much. Have a good one. Thank you.